You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Clay animation, or claymation, has fascinated kids and adults for decades. If you're anything like me, you can see lots of different animations, but when a claymation comes on, it's something special. There's something about it that is just... Well, I guess it's just awesome. And if you love a bit of stop motion animation, then you'll want to head to Melbourne and the Australian Centre for the Moving Image, or ACME as it's known. They're presenting a new exhibition. It's called Wallace and Gromit and Friends, The Magic of Aardman. It's a celebration of one of the most well-known studios for claymation. You can check out storyboards, puppets, and some of the intricate sets of the series. And there are also some great workshops for kids, parents and carers to get into. Ari Offman is a producer at Acme and he's got some great tips on how kids can get started on making their own claymations. And he's joining us now on the line. Hi, Ari. How are you? Good morning, Siobhan. It's lovely to be back on Kindling again. I've got to say, when I, I was looking at this, and I, I do love claymation, I thought, wow, this must be the biggest sort of patient build, patience-building exercise for parents and children alike. <laughs> It really is. Look, it's one of those incredibly fascinating art forms because uh, it does it require a lot of patience. Um, uh, to produce animations in this way actually requires a, a lot of time and a lot of thought. So um, it actually teaches kids a really, really wide range of skills um, from, uh, you know, creative skills such as um, drawing, storyboarding and being able to think out through a process right through to just those general life skills. Like, like again, as we've said, the patience to actually see a, pro- a project through. Um, to give you an idea, like for you know some stop motion animation uh, animators, so p- people like, for example, Adam Elliott, who works here in Australia, he might spend an entire year working on just twenty minutes of animation. <laughs> My goodness! And I imagine it also uh, must teach them a level of resilience because I, it sounds like something that's this intricate. There are ways it can go wrong that you would have to start from scratch again Definitely. Um, so, uh, but the great thing about, you know, sort of, I'd say the emergence of digital technology is that it, it does allow children to be able to sort of go back and, and, and edit their work. So as opposed to back in the traditional days when Ardman started and they were working on, you know, 16 millimeter or 35 millimeter film and they'd have to, you know, reshoot everything 10 times just in case. These days with digital cameras, it's becoming easier and easier for children to be able to, to take up stop motion animation in the home and to be able to really learn and enjoy those skills. So what do you love about claymation, Ari? What do I love about claymation? Look, so much. Um, I think particularly because there is a real tactileness and a real um, uniqueness to the art form that really brings the artist's vision to life in, in a way that um, so many other mediums don't, um, particularly in, in some of the works that you can see um, in, in our exhibition, Wallace and Gromit and Friends, The Magic of Aardman. We have actual models that are, that are used um, right throughout all of the different Aardman animations from, from Wallace and Gromit themselves through to Shaun the Sheep and, and characters from Pirates. Um, and in it, so some of those original clay models, you can see all of the fingerprints of the actual <laughs> wow. creators across those models. So there's a real hands-on tactileness to it that, that, um, that things like CGI, I think, don't actually bring through. 
And of course, I know Acme have their own um, little workshops that they're doing for this, but for those that can't make it to Melbourne, is this something that kids can do at home with their parents as well? Sure, there definitely is. I mean, firstly, look, we, we'd highly encourage if people can get along to ACME. We have a really, obviously, a wide range of ways that children can learn and, and, and engage with stop motion. So um, this, this Sunday, we have our Family Sundays event called Stop Motion Animation, which is obviously celebrating the launch of the exhibition but celebrating stop motion in all of its forms and we've got a really wide range of activities that kids and families can engage with and, and learn about stop motion for free on the day. Um, and also of course we do have workshops right throughout the holidays including a sort of a one day workshop called Claymation for Kids and uh, a two day workshop um, uh, called Make an Animation which teaches um, all of the skills of stop motion and claymation from the ground up and the kids get to take their own animation home. Um, but if the kids and parents would like to uh, engage um, with stop motion in the home, there are all, pretty much a wide range of apps that are available for different devices that can that are a great way to get started. Um, so things like either iStop Motion, which is available in the App Store, or one of the new ones that we're using is called OSnap Pro, um, are really intuitive um, applications that allow um, that allow you to engage with stop motion. Will sort of teach you the process as you go along. So you could start by downloading the app. Do you need, um, apart from that, the digital part of it, you know, Mm -hmm. so you've got the app, you've got the camera on your phone. Um, What about the actual clay? Is there a particular kind of clay you use? Because I know I've tried using, um, doing some clay with my kids and my daughter's only five. So her fingers aren't that strong. I mean, is there... Is there an age bracket as well you recommend and a type of clay that's good to use? Well, so the great thing about stop motion is that um, like clay is one of the things that we can use to create models. But even for, for little kids, as you said, with, 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 <laughs> with not so strong fingers, there are ways that they can engage with stop motion um, that don't even necessarily require the use of clay. So one of the things that we promote here is um, the use perhaps of things like Lego or, or even Duplo. Um, in stop motion to be able to create characters that can uh, that can move around. Um, you can even just use um, toys that you buy over the shelf, and of course they won't have the 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 range of movement perhaps that that a claymation figure will. But you can still create some really brilliant and engaging animations um, with those. Um, as for different types of clay, look, uh, it re- really does depend on, on, on your budget and, and how much you'd like to invest on that, um, ranging from uh, stuff that you can buy over the counter at, you know, at, at most art supply shops, which doesn't cost too much money, which actually does a pretty reasonable job, right up to a, sort of the more professional modelling clays that actually um, are a little bit easier to use and have a little bit more um, durability than some of the cheaper clays do. You're listening to Kindling Conversation and I'm speaking with Ari Offman. He's a producer at ACME, the Australian Centre for the Moving Image. And uh, they have a new exhibition opening at the end of this week. It's called Wallace and Gromit and Friends, The Magic of Aardman. Anyone who has watched Wallace and Gromit or Shaun the Sheep, we watch it every night before the kids go to bed. Um, I, I watch that with my nephew and niece as well. Yeah, I mean, we, it's, it, they are so great. And what we're talking about is how you might actually engage with these activities with your kids at home if you can't make it to Acme in Melbourne. Um, so, Ari, I imagine that this is something, if, if they can't get to Acme, this is something that people could do over the July 
school holidays. But um, do you have any advice for people like myself who, oh, you know, I don't think I'm that patient? <laughs> sure. Um, look, there are... Um the great thing about stop motion is that, it, I mean, to produce a really, really high quality animation, a really great one, it, it does take quite a lot of time. But you can produce um, quite quick animations and not have to spend days or even weeks working away at it. Um, look, again, with some of the workshops that we run, all the things that you can even try at home, you can produce a pretty, a pretty great little short animation over just a few hours with your kids in the afternoon. Um, and so you can make little choices to do, to do with that. So it would depend on, for example, how many photos. So the way stop motion works is we take a, a, a photo and then we'll move something slightly and then we'll take another photo. So the more photos you take per second, the, the smoother you are and the better your animation is going to look. But you still don't, but you can do it with less photos per second. It will take up less time and obviously not require as much patience. <laughs> All right. It sounds like a lot of fun. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. My pleasure, Siobhan. It's a pleasure as always. That's Ari Offman. He's a producer at the Australian Centre for the Moving Image and sounds like a fabulous exhibition. So if you can get down to ACME, it runs until the 29th of October in Melbourne. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.